Welcome to The Rutledge Perspective. I am your host, Laurel Rutledge, and this show is where we talk about the things that are top of mind as you navigate your career, whether corporate or otherwise. The plan is to get you out of your rut and talk you back off that ledge with insights and perspectives on the daily grind. Welcome to The Village. On today's episode of The Rutledge Perspective, we're talking about leadership in the time of crisis. Now, we are in some really crazy times. I mean, the entire world is involved in figuring out how we stay apart, but we're also trying to support each other and care for the sick and all doing that from a recommended social distance. And even under all those circumstances, human contact has never been more precious, even for those of us who are introverts. Our local, regional and global connectedness has never been more apparent than today. Our perspectives have changed. And suddenly, work that was deemed menial or non-critical is serving as a lifeline to those positions previously considered more important. And those who do the work are perhaps being seen for the first time by those who direct the work. So teachers, healthcare workers, truck drivers, food service workers, delivery personnel, warehouse workers, grocery store staff, manufacturing line workers, we see you. A greater appreciation for those who are often overlooked and underappreciated is forming. And this is a good thing. And if you add to this the requirement of social distance and changing the paradigm of how we work and what work we do and how we lead, all of everything has shifted. I mean, who knows what the new normal will ultimately be, but we are operating in a new normal for now. And as such, leaders have got to step up. There's an old saying that the strongest steel is forged from the hottest fire. So in other words, difficult times make us stronger, or at least so it seems, but not everyone gets stronger or even better. Some get weaker, some completely disappear, and some get worse. And as nearly every experienced HR practitioner knows, these times bring out the best and the worst in people. Those whose behaviors were questionable on a good day will often resort back to the worst of their tendencies during these times. If the leader was weak before, those weaknesses will likely be front and center now. But if a leader was strong previously, there's at least a chance that they will be strong during these times as well. But nothing is guaranteed. Now, I have to give a quick shout out to my fellow HR folks. So you guys are not alone. And while we are not nurses, we are not doctors or infectious disease specialists. I mean, those folks are our frontline heroes. They are making it happen every day and putting themselves at risk every day. But we HR people are counted on to be calm in this storm. We're counted on to be the voice of reason. We're counted on to be the place where there is balance between what the business needs and how those needs impact our people. And we're called on to be both compliant and creative, which can be a really tough thing to do. So I just ask that you remember to take care of yourself during this time as well. Take care of your HR teams. You cannot serve from an empty vessel. So be sure you're taking the time and the space that you need to be sure you're in a place of service. Okay, so with that, let me get back to what we're talking about. Leadership in the time of crisis. So where on that leadership spectrum do you fall? Like, and, and I mean, in times like these, everyone's a leader. So even if you don't have a team or you're not responsible for a group of people, 
You are responsible for your words and your actions and the impact those have on the people around you. And it's not about being Pollyanna about what's going on. I mean, operating in this world right now with COVID-19 is serious business. It's also possible to be serious about the times and determined to move through it, which is much grace, as much determination and as much compassion as possible. That's what great leaders do. You call it like it is and you do what you can and you acknowledge that most people are doing the best that they can under the circumstances. So given all of that, I've just got a few practical suggestions as we all try to figure out just what we're going to do and how we're going to do it. First and foremost, put your mask on first. You know, they say this on the airlines all the time. And I had somebody tell me the other day that just now with all this going on, they finally understand what that means. You got to put your mask on first. You will not be able to serve others if you are not well. And that means physically, mentally, and emotionally. So you have to take some time for self-reflection to address your most critical needs so that you can replace your worry with a plan of action. And by doing that, you're going to give yourself a chance to breathe. You want to take a minute and then you can get back to work. So that's the first thing. First and foremost, put your mask on first. Second, this is a new day, folks. And if you weren't okay before with people working from home or you were old school and thought everybody had to be present and you need to be seeing what they were doing or if they weren't at work, they weren't working. Well, it is time for you to get over that. And it's not a personal affront to you or your value if your work or the work of your team is deemed non-essential because this is not about you. Remember what it means to be a leader. It's not about you. So you got to get over that. You got to lay the ego aside and think about what is best for the organization and for your team and then figure out how to do work differently. There has never been a better time to think about what really needs to be done. What's really necessary. We finally have that downtime we always talk about to do some detailed review and evaluation of how we can change things up. I mean, who knows? Maybe your team will discover an entirely new way to serve your customers now that they have to be creative. Nobody has a choice. This is the time for innovation. There's also never been a better time from a technology perspective to be able to be creative even if you're teleworking. Video calls, virtual collaboration tools, all of those things are prolific. There is no reason why you can't be as connected to your team or even more so than you've always been. It'll just be from a distance. Now, let me do another side note, but this is to the, the a side note, but this is to the IT folks. For those of you who are out there putting up more barriers than necessary, because by now everyone is aware of the threat of hacking, everyone knows not to open up, you know, this the strange emails, even though we do have people who are not as careful as they should be, these are the things that are given. But instead of starting with how impossible it is to enable access for this new way of working, start with how it's possible and then put relevant safeguards in place. Like maybe spending your time in monitoring potential outside interference rather than monitoring or stopping insider access. I mean, IT folks, this is your time to shine. This is your time to be at the forefront of helping your organization be efficient and effective in a new way. How can you make the talk, make technology the greatest asset for your organization? I mean, we already know we all need it, but it is one of those things that it can be your best asset or your worst enemy. 
Yes, you want to ensure that confidential information is protected. You've got to pay attention to cybersecurity and cybersecurity threats. And you know that opening your system completely wide open with no protection is not good business. We all get that. And none of us are suggesting that. And even with all of that, sometimes enough is just as good as too much. So that's just a thought. This is your time. You could really be on the leading edge of making sure your company moves through this smoothly and cleanly. Now, the third thing, communicate, communicate, communicate. You have to be clear as a leader. You need to be concise and you need to be consistent. Now, if you're leading a team, are you setting up expectations about what needs to be done even when they're not sitting in the office with you? That needs to be clear. Set up clear guidelines for how work can be submitted now and clear guidelines around milestones or how you're going to talk about progress going forward. How are you going to meet? How are you going to understand if things are not going the way they're supposed to? There's got to be a different way to connect and you have to lead that as the leader. Telework does not need to become a big brother situation. I mean, you don't have to set up such tight, stringent guidelines that, you know, people feel like they are being monitored and you're looking through their cameras and all that kind of craziness. But you do have to pay attention to how you are connecting and how you make sure people feel supported, especially if you have those folks who are used to working in teams all the time. Maybe they are in collaborative workspaces and now they're not. So how are you going to make sure they stay connected? That's the beauty of video conferencing. So it's not just voice, but actually seeing people's faces. Now, if you are an individual contributor, maybe you don't lead a team, but you're part of a team. And maybe you haven't been given definitive guidelines yet. That's okay. There's nothing that says you can't make your own and then communicate those. Make your own list, make your own process, get to your supervisor, set up a Zoom call, set up a conference call and just say, hey, we haven't said anything about this specifically, but here's what I'm thinking in order to make sure I'm staying on track with what we need to do as a team. Does that make sense? Open the dialogue. There's nothing that says that it has to be top down. There's also feedback that needs to be bottom up. So having that title of boss or leader or team lead is not a requirement for actually leading. You can lead from wherever you are. Now, the last thing I would say is what I tell all of my entrepreneur clients. I want you to lead with your heart, but act with your head. Lead with your heart, but act with your head. And this also applies to larger organizations, not just small uh, entrepreneurial businesses. We are all people with worries and concerns and pressures. So we need to show some kindness and some grace. Reach out to your people, see who might need assistance. Often those who complain the least are the ones carrying some of the most significant burdens. So pay attention to those folks who got really quiet on you, those folks who disappeared. It's kind of like when you're in a meeting and everybody's talking, but there's that one person who really doesn't say anything. Sometimes they don't say anything because they don't have something to say. But sometimes they don't say anything because either they know something critical or they haven't found the space or the courage to be able to say it. And it's your role to make sure you draw that out of them. It's the same thing here. Make sure you are reaching out so people know they have a way to connect it. They have some kind of anchor in this crazy time. And it doesn't hurt to just reach out and say, I'm just checking on you. Is there anything you need? 
The next thing you want to do is really stay on top of the latest resources that are available. There's so much moving. How do you apply for unemployment? Is that even necessary for your people? If you're a large organization that has the Employee Assistance Program or EAP, how are you making sure that everyone knows how to get access to that? Because that's usually those programs have counselors and, and there may be people who need those. Dealing with kids and homeschooling, dealing with maybe aging parents, maybe dealing with a spouse that is sick. Whatever the matter is, there just may be a need for someone to have some additional support and help. And EAP programs are phenomenal for that. So make sure your folks not ha- know how to get in touch with that. You also want to stay on top of what's happening in your organization so you can prep your teams to respond. So depending on if you're going to be changing businesses, we're hearing a lot of manufacturers are now moving away from alcohol manufacturing to their manufacturing hand sanitizer. Um, some of the heavy duty manufacturers are now going to start manufacturing masks or ventilators. Um, I just saw a posting today that someone is like a clothing manufacturer is now going to be doing masks, um, like the cloth masks. So as your organization changes to meet these trying times, Just make sure you stay on top of that and then stay in front of it with your team because change is hard. So the more you can be calm, the more you can tell people up front maybe what to expect, even if your answer is, okay, we're not sure where we're going to be moving, but know that we are meeting on a regular basis. And as soon as I know, I will let you know. Just letting people know you're on top of it makes a difference. There is no time more significant than right now when your team needs you and they need to know that they can trust you. So it's a new day, Village. It is a new day. Nobody knows how long this is going to last or what things are going to be like when we get to the other side. What we do know is we will get to the other side and it is going to be different when we get there. And each of us has a responsibility to help lead through in the best way, in the best way we know how. So that's the Rutledge perspective for today. As we all try to remember to social distance Stay safe, stay home if you are not essential. If there's someone you can help who absolutely cannot or who is compromised, maybe older or has a compromised immune system, maybe how you can help doing one errand a day, paying attention to those times, making sure you're staying six feet behind. We are challenged, but we can also be really creative and we can offer our services where they make sense. Leading is not about a title. Leading is about service. Leading is about heart. Leading is about compassion. So lead with your heart, see where you can help, but act with your head, follow the guidelines, and we'll see you on the other side. You have been listening to The Rutledge Perspective. Thank you for tuning in. If we've given you a new perspective or helped you clarify your own, please give us a five-star rating. You can find more information about this and other episodes of the show on laurelrutledge.com slash podcast. And you can subscribe to the show where you get your favorite podcasts. You can also follow me on social media. Oh, and if there's someone you think would enjoy or benefit from the Rutledge perspective, please pass it along. Thank you for tuning in.